Life is full of surprises, and life with ADHD can also bring its load of unexpected moments. What do you do when what you had planned in your day or in your week flies out the window? Do you react in panic? Are you completely disorganized? Or do you tap into that great brain of yours to see how to rearrange whatever needs to be? In today's episode, I share with you how I deal with the unexpected. Welcome to the show. Honey, have you seen my keys? Huh, forget it. They're in my hand. There's more to ADHD than being easily distracted, scattered, or a master procrastinator. Being different is not a disability, and it's about damn time we break free from the shackles of society's labels and stigma. Hey there, I'm Zarina Boali, a French-Canadian journalist who found out had a uniquely wired brain at 40 and became a certified ADHD coach. This podcast brings forth a different perception of ADHD to help you amplify your brilliance and phenomenally stand out. Thanks for flying with us. Have a great day. Ready to blast off? Three, two, one. Welcome aboard. ADHD is a lot about executive functioning, and one of the maître d'oeuvre is flexibility. So today's episode is going to be a bit different because usually I do everything before getting behind the microphone. That means that I do the research and I prepare, you know, whatever I'm going to say, and I do that because I really want to structure my ideas because I don't want to go in too many directions at the same time and have you being completely lost because, you know, ADHD is also about that. But something happened that forced me kind of to just jump behind the microphone and share with you a day in the life of Zarina. So what I had planned today and recording this episode is happening on February the 19th, um, my husband's birthday. So the plan was actually to prepare episode number nine and, you know, to start gathering my ideas and structuring the episode tomorrow, you know, finishing everything, recording, editing, and then boom, you know, Tuesday, episode nine would be on your favorite platform and you'd be listening to it. But something unexpected happened. And, well, I need, I had to reorganize the start of my week. And because I want this podcast to have a good sound quality, because I know it makes a difference. Anyways, it does for me when I listen to a podcast and the sound is like, you know, 10 out of 10. I really enjoy it a lot more than when the sound is not that good. 
So to me, it's very important to record this episode before I leave because I'm going to be in an environment that is going to be a little bit more noisy. So all that to say that flexibility with ADHD can be quite the challenge because when something happens and it, you know, disorganizes a day or a few days or an entire week, it's going to have an impact on how you react. Like your capacity to be flexible is going to have an effect on reacting like, okay, how can I reorganize this for it to be not as chaotic as it could be? Or you react and you're like panicking because you don't know what to do. You're, you're like completely disorganized. And I am so grateful to have this executive function really, really functioning well because I can actually get myself reorganized really, really quickly, but I know that it's not the case for everyone that lives with ADHD. So when something happens in your life, maybe it's with your husband or your spouse, maybe it's with the kids, maybe it's with a colleague at work or even your boss, what do you do to not lose it completely and fall into overwhelmed and be completely unable to function? I would say that the first thing to do, and I know you might think or, you know, believe this is like basic, but it actually works. You pause and you take a few deep breaths. Why? Because when something happens and you feel, you know, destabilized, no, that's not the word. Let me think. Um, You feel out of balance, okay? Your brain is going to shift into finding solutions right away because he's like, okay, oh my God, this is something new. I'm not used to this. And it's going to do it based on the fact that you are panicking right now. So by breathing, you'll just recalibrate your nervous system. And one breathing exercise that I really, really love, I think they, it's called the box, ex, the box, <laughs> I think it's called the box breathing. So you inhale in four times and then you hold your breath four counts. Then you exhale four counts and you hold four counts. So you do that a few times and it's going to really calm your nervous system down. And then you'll be more able to find a solution based on that calm feeling instead of the panic feeling. So that would be the first thing I would say uh, you can do. Now, it might not be easy to think about it when you're in that 
moment of panic, but it's okay. You might miss it the first time, the second time, the third time, and if you remember it the fifth time, well, that's okay. The idea is to always take the time to pause because that's not something with ADHD that we have instantly. We need to work at it. We need to train. We need to practice pausing. And the more you do it in different situations, when something unexpected comes around, well, you'll have the reflex to pause, breathe, maybe you know, you'll do a little bit of stretching, whatever works for you. But the idea is really to shift your nervous system from panic to calm. So that's why I'm doing this like open mic episode today, because I really want to share with you what I am doing in that situation and how I saw things. And when your flexibility is like 10 out of 10, what it does is that, anyways, what it does for me is that I really get excited. It's actually like a spark in my brain. And I'm like, okay, this is cool. What am I going to do? How am I going to do this? And in maybe less than five minutes, I was actually able to reorganize everything and say, okay, I have 30 minutes before the next thing I need to do. So let's try to fit recording this podcast episode in that time frame. And it's actually working really, really well. And I really believe that even though our executive functions might not be at their top. If we train and practice and do that for a long enough period of time, we can be better at it. Are we going to excel? Well, maybe not. Um, are we going to be like rock stars at doing it? Maybe not. But what if on a scale of 1 to 10, you're at a 3 right now, and by practicing and practicing and creating these new habits, you go up a 4 or a 5. I mean, it's not much on the scale, but can you just imagine the difference it can make in your life? It could be, like, huge. So I never sell myself short with ADHD. I really see it as a way to try new things, experiment new things, and practice new things until I start seeing that, oh, hmm, I think I'm getting better at this. Hmm, that's interesting. I used to struggle with this, but now it's way better. So when you think about flexibility or um, what's another executive function? Um, emotions, organization, planning. See it as something that may require a little bit more work. 
but that it's not impossible to become better at something. And to me, my brain is and will always be fascinating, amazing. I'm, I'm always curious about how can I do something or how can I do this so that it fits the way my brain works. That's the first thing. Very, very, very important because if you continue on doing things like neurotypical brains do, it's not going to serve you at all. You're going to struggle and the, the challenges that you encounter are just going to be bigger and you're going to be completely overwhelmed and, you know, life is not going to be great. And I believe that life with ADHD can be amazing, fabulous, phenomenal. So see your brain as an ally. See your brain as something that you need to understand, discover, be curious about. And, you know, like I mentioned in episode eight, find reasons to love your ADHD brain because it is perfect just the way it is. It really, truly, it is. There's nothing wrong with it. Nothing. So if you believe that, please throw that belief away and replace it with something that is going to help you move forward. Make it easier to go up instead of always pulling you down. And yes, I always talk about ADHD in a positive way because I know that somehow that language really, really makes a huge difference. And if I do the opposite, well, I strongly believe that it's going to make my challenges show up more. They're going to be more intense. And I'm going to try to manage ADHD. I don't think we need to learn to manage it I actually believe it's a waste of time and energy because you're always trying to just, you know, get by with whatever struggles that it brings in your life. That's not how I want to live with this brain of mine. No, I want to have a good time. I want to have fun. I want to learn and discover its way of functioning so that I can actually be at peace with who I am, the way I do things, and how I function. Like to me, it is, I cannot stress this point enough that there isn't nothing wrong with your brain. You rock just the way you are. You're amazing just the way you are. You have in incredible strength and so many great things that come with ADHD that why would I want to talk about it negatively? To me, it just doesn't make sense. So 
if flexibility is not something that is easy for you, there's ways. Um, you can find many, many, many strategies to make it easier. And once these strategies work, then you can dive a little deeper and investigate to find out why it's like that. Because I always say that ADHD is one part. It's not every part. So it's part of who we are, but it doesn't define who we are. We have childhood traumas that we carry. We have emotional wounds that do have an impact on how we react, how we behave, and how we experience life. So to me, it's always important to have this global view and say, okay, I have part of the explanation with ADHD now. What else is there that can explain that flexibility for me is difficult? And it can take many forms. And there are so many alternatives um, that you can experiment. It can be theta healing. It can be holistic kinesiology. It can be energy work. It can be whatever resonates and feels right for you so that you start embracing your brain a little bit more every day. You start being grateful for your brain a little bit more every day. You start seeing the positive and the great things about your brain a little bit more every day. And you build on that and you continuously do it until you have this feeling inside of peace and acceptance and this conviction that if you had a different brain, maybe your life would be easier, but would it really? So I really hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you have any questions, don't hesitate. I will so gladly answer them. And just remember, ADHD can be something great. Life with ADHD can be amazing. I love you. I see you. And I hope you really do show love and appreciation for who you are. I so appreciate you listening and I'd love to hear from you. If this episode resonated with you, let me know what valuable insight you're taking away and how you can implement it right now. Don't hesitate to leave a review on your favorite platform and share on social media. Until next time on Phenomenally ADHD, own your genius because you rock just the way you are.